Hey there, Mama Bear. Welcome back to the Beginner Mom Boss podcast. Today we are continuing on with our series all about how to start your online store. Now, whether or not you have a store or you're looking to start one, follow along the journey because you might learn something new. There's always something new to be learned and I really believe that I'm bringing things to you ladies from a different perspective than other people are with different ideas and I really believe you're going to learn something new. Also, whether you are launching a store or you want to relaunch your store and you want somebody to look over your marketing strategies and you want to talk marketing for an hour with me, hello, head over to my website, julianaverbody.com forward slash coaching. Let's book a session. Let's jam out to marketing, which is my love language. Marketing is my love language. And I know it's not yours because, you know, you just want to be creative and make some money and all the good stuff, but you don't want to deal, deal with the selling and the marketing and all that. So I'm here. I got you, boo. Alrighty, girl. So um, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure that you do go back and listen. But today we are keeping going, keeping going. Gosh, we're going to keep going. <laughs> Sometimes the accent really kicks in. It's amazing. But anyway, um, so in the last episode, we talked about getting ideas for you to, um, for, of products for you to sell. So now let's say you have this idea and the next step is for you to validate this idea, which again is something that we talked briefly in the last episode, but the part of actually doing the, the research to make sure that you're, you're validating your product is very important. So don't miss the step. Also, don't ask your BFF and your mom for their opinions, whether they would buy it or not, because they're probably going to tell you yes. Maybe not your BFF. Like if you have a really super honest BFF, she might be like, oh, I don't know about this. She's just going to give you constructive feedback. Not everyone around you might. So just be aware of that, which is the reason why I recommend that you hang out around Facebook groups with people that you have something in common in regards to the product you want to sell. But just be aware that if you ask people very close to you, if they're not used to giving you constructive, like real feedback, then, you know, you might be getting like false advertising, you know what I mean? So just make sure that you're asking around to people that are not emotionally connected to you. That's what I want to say. Another part of market research, and this is hell, I'm just going to be honest with you because that's what I do. I am, I like to be honest and upfront, um, is that you're going to have to spend some time looking at your competition and I really hate this part because especially for us ladies it can be exciting to see because then you start comparing yourself and you see how many sales your competitor has and how far along they are and it can be very disheartening and all these things so listen listen girlfriend you're not gonna get stuck here I know it's hell but you're gonna go in and out super quick so you want to look at your competition because you just want to see the things are you doing right the things that they could improve on you want to see what people are saying about their product and you want to get the good you want to improve what's not working and you want to move on but don't get stuck here and comparing yourself to somebody else's Etsy shop or Amazon store because it's just going to be disheartening and you're going to compare your now, your very beginning with them already up ahead, how many, however many months they are ahead of you. So just go in, I don't know, put in your detective hat, 
don't get attached to anything. Don't take it personally. Um, if you are like a week and a half away from your period, this is a terrible time for you to do this. So I don't know. Just some things to be mindful of because we are women and these things affect us. So again, you're going to go pretend you're actually doing research for a friend. Like try to remove yourself from the situation. Don't be like so emotionally involved because I don't want you to get sucked in and quit before you even start. And then after this, so you're going to collect your data. You're going to see what's happening and assuming that you've got a good solid idea in your hands based on the steps that we have walked through, then you're going to move on to the next step, which is sourcing and or creating your product. So obviously, most likely if you're selling on Amazon, you are sourcing a product out usually like 90% of the time, their product's coming from China. And if you're selling on Etsy, there are a bunch of different things you could be doing, but you could just be creating the product yourself. So the point here, we're going to hit a fork in the road and we're going to split and I'm going to cover both. So if you're going to Amazon, the best site to go to is Alibaba, A-L-I-B-A-B-A.com and you're going to look for the product and you're going to start talking to suppliers. You want to make sure that you are actually talking to the manufacturer and not a trading company because a trading company it's going to be way more expensive than if you were to talk to a manufacturer. However, here's the thing. Sometimes when you just want to test out something, it's easier if you go with a trading company because their order minimums are way smaller than a manufacturer. So it's just something that you have to talk it out. But most of the time, I really recommend that you go straight to the manufacturer and you just build a relationship with them. Also, understand one thing that... People in other cultures, especially Asian cultures, which I have to say, I don't know a whole lot about Asian cultures and I'm kind of putting all of them into like this bubble and I understand they're all different, but they are, they're more reserved and they like um, to make a connection with you before you just jump into business. I feel like a lot of us, especially here in the United States, we just want to jump into action. You want to ask how much something is and... I don't know, we don't even want to get to know them, but understand that that is somebody else's business that they put their heart and their soul into, just like we do. So treat them with curiosity, with kindness, you know, ask them questions, ask them, you know, about certifications that they have and different things. So build a relationship with them. Don't just come in asking how much for this, because, you know, I don't know, people don't want to be treated like that. Really put in time in creating relationships with people because it's going to set you apart. It's something that if you watch any YouTube video about any gurus, they'll just say, they'll tell you to pretend that you're, I don't know, the, the sourcing manager or whatever and create this whole like elaborate pitch. But I really believe in relationships. And if you take the time to build them and develop them, you're going to find some really, really awesome people that are willing to help and that want your business to grow. Because obviously when your business grows, their business grows. So that is the Amazon portion. Now, if you are on Etsy and for the purposes of this, I'm just going to talk to the person who's creating something. Make sure that the products that you're looking to create, the product that you're making, that you are getting the best price. Because sometimes it's easy for us to get cut up and buy the cutest and whatever, whatever. And guys, the money adds up. 
So if you buy like the cutest envelope and the cutest sticker and the cutest, I don't know, like embellishment, whatever, like just think about all these things because they add on to your cost. They they take away from your bottom line. So at the same time that obviously you want to give the best uh, product to your uh, buyer, you also want to make sure that it makes sense financially for you. And sometimes we get caught up in these little things that we think are adding value, but they're not. So make sure that you're being wise and that you're not going to like, for instance, I don't want to say the name of the store here in the United States, but it starts with the letter M and they sell craft materials. I really believe that that store, like the huge store, and I don't want to say their name because I'm just afraid of like saying names, business names in the podcast and then they sue me later. You know, it can get weird. But anyway, this particular store, I find that things can get really expensive there. So just make sure that you do a little price checking, make sure that you're getting the best deal there. Don't be fooled about the coupon that they give you because it's a trap. You know, it's how they get you to come back every three days, you know. So just make sure you do the math. Check out with Amazon because you can find, of course, you can find good deals on Amazon and different stores. And obviously, if you just want to go even like a step further, I would recommend that you check out AliExpress, which is like a version of Alibaba. And depending on the stuff that you're buying, it's way cheaper for you to get from AliExpress than it is for you to go to whatever, this big box store that I was telling you about that starts with the letter M that sells craft and stuff and, you know, other stores. So that's it. That That's just my, what I have to say because, and this goes for Amazon too, when, when you're thinking about the product that you want to make, you have to think about packaging. You have to think about, you know, if you buy this huge heavy box, there's going to be more shipping involved. So there are all these costs involved that you have to think about before you just start, you know, upgrading everything for something that may not necessarily add value to your customer, to your buyer. So those are things that you need to be aware of and this is the time where sometimes you're just going to need to take a step back from um, this, this process and think logically and not be emotionally attached. You're just going to have to think like black and white because I know for me and I know that you're like me, you want like the cutest envelopes and the cutest packaging and the cutest everything, but sometimes it, it doesn't really make a difference for um, your customer and it does make a difference in your pocket. So every penny counts. Trust me when I say this, every single penny counts. So just make sure that you're doing the math and you're putting all the numbers together because we're still in the validation stage where we, yeah, we got approval from the people, the people want our product, but now we need to make sure that financially it makes sense. So we need to think about all these things together, all the numbers, about everything and does it make sense? Because sometimes we don't take the time to sit down and write down the numbers and we find out like way down the line that we our store was actually like costing us money. So take the time to write everything down to make sure that every decision you're making is financially sound, that it makes sense and that obviously that you're profitable because this is a very important part of owning an online store 
and selling and being sustainable. Now, the next part after this is for you to give it a try. So if everything up until this point has been working great, then we keep moving forward. If any of this doesn't make sense, we go back a couple of steps, which is why I told you ladies that there is no step-by-step formula, it's a recipe. And we're gonna need to add things, remove things, rework some things, because it just is what it is. Sometimes you're gonna fall in love with a product and you think that's it, and then you start putting the numbers together and it doesn't make sense. So that's why I'm being honest with you guys and, and giving you like <laughs> the ingredients to this recipe so that you have a good idea of, of what to do and you have the power to gauge, is this good or not? So after this, so we by, by this point, we know if it's financially sound, are we making profit? Good. So we move forward. So now we want to start sourcing our product. So obviously, this is something that we kind of already started in the last um, phase of, of this recipe. So now we actually want to do the sourcing because it makes sense financially. Now, we're going to split up again. So if you're if you are on Amazon, there are... Oh gosh, there's so many things here, so many advice that you're going to hear. And here's the thing. People are going to tell you start with a thousand units. Some people are going to tell you start with 200 units. And honestly, I really believe it comes down to risk aversion. You know, it really depends on you. Um, how much risk are you ready to take? It's really entirely up to you. And I know people are going to disagree because somebody out there has a formula. But for me, I really think it's up to you. What do you feel comfortable with? Now, depending on the product that you have, and there, there are many things here that you have to read into, and I'll leave the link to Etsy down below. You can you can start off on Etsy and make and and get a taste for things on Etsy to see if it's gonna sell on Amazon. So I'm gonna leave a link to the Etsy uh, blog that they have, which explains what you can and cannot sell on Etsy. Again, depending on what you're making, on what you're selling, you can sell it on Etsy. Um, for instance, at the time of this recording, if you design something, it's your idea, but somebody else makes it, they, they, they hand make it, that product can be sold under handmade. Um, now, if you... Put, let, let's say you put a basket together, a basket of different things, and you just went to the store and you bought everything and you put it into a basket and you ship it out, that's not considered handmade because even though you put it together, you didn't really make anything. Etsy words, not mine, okay? So you just have to be careful here. Just have to really understand what you can and cannot sell on Etsy. So if you have the capacity to sell on Etsy, then I would start there because it's a much more... I don't know, cozy and helping environment, like really like they want to cuddle you and love you. That's how I feel about Etsy. Like they're really there for you. They really want to help you. So if you have a product that can be sold on Etsy, I would do your trial run on Etsy and see how that goes. Now, again, going back to Amazon, how many units you need to order, it's entirely up to you. Do the math, see what makes sense for you and then go from there. And obviously, if you are making your own thing on Etsy, you know, the sky is your limit. You know, you, you don't really have to make a bajillion pieces or whatever 
it is that you're making maybe you're even making it to order you know it really depends there's so many variables that's the beauty about etsy because etsy is so forgiving and the people that shop on etsy they're just like crunchy natural hippie people i don't know i'm totally generalizing here i know this isn't the the the, the whole thing but i i really feel like they're just there more for um and I, I don't know, they get on Etsy and they understand that shipping is going to take a little bit longer. They understand that things are a lot of times being handmade. So they're they're used to waiting for things. So it's a more forgiving platform. Whereas Amazon, man, you want that thing here today by 6 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. So again, if you can't start off on Etsy, I would. Because Etsy is there for you and Etsy makes it so much easier. And once you have tested out the waters on Etsy, then you can move on to Amazon and you can do a bigger launch and all these things. Now, girlfriend, we are already at like almost 17 minutes into this episode and I don't want to overwhelm you because this, this is overwhelming. I get it. It is. So this is a recipe and sometimes when you are cooking something we have to start something in the back burner while you're chopping up some vegetables type of thing and when you're doing this this is kind of how it is like you have to start different things at the same time and put some things in the back burner chop off some vegetables same concept goes here so while this is all happening Something else is happening, which I'm not going to get into this episode, so check back in on Friday because I'm going to give you the next step, which is, well, I don't want to call it a step, but I keep calling it a step, but it's the, the, the next part of this recipe, which needs to be in the back burner this whole time. So make sure you come back on Friday because we're going to talk about what else is going on. You know, I'm really trying to keep this digestible for you because I really don't want to complicate life. You know, this is supposed to be, well, it's it's hard, but it doesn't have to be complicated, you know, and I'm really trying to dissect it for you, for you to get a, a feel if you want to do this or not. So I feel like, okay, I suffer from complex PTSD and my nervous system is usually, well, no, it's not usually, that's not true. That's actually a lie. My nervous system is always in fight or flight mode. And I really feel that sometimes I have this capacity to make people freak out for no reason, which is not my goal here. So I even like, I'm speaking slower this time around and taking my time. I'm trying to be zen about it because I, you know, like I said, it's, it's hard. It's a hard process starting a business, but that is true for any business, but it doesn't have to be complicated. So with that, Mama, make sure that you check back in in the next episode because we're going to talk about another phase, another part of this recipe. And thank you so much for being here. Give me feedback on this. I would love for you to come over to our Facebook group, which is a very small Facebook group, which is very, very VIP. It sounds so bougie, right? But yeah, it's just a small community, so you can... Ask me questions and I will answer you. So make sure that you come over to the Facebook group. Give me feedback. If there's something that you didn't understand, you know, if you need clarification on something, that's what the group is for. So come over to the group. Make sure that you answer all the questions because if you don't, I assume that, I don't know, you clicked join by mistake. So make sure that you fill out all the all the you know, the questions that I have for you. And yeah, give me your feedback. Let me know if this is helping you, if you're enjoying it. And until next time, Mama, thank you so much for listening. May you be wrapped in peace, love, and kindness. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.